you're comfy, right? Yeah, yeah. I think so. G'day, people. It's Chili here from Live Listener Race, and we have a special guest for this special episode. I have here Was. Hello. How are you? <laughs> it's good to see you on this episode, and of course, this is the episode of Live Listener Race where we pick three bands for a list. And these three bands have to be chosen in selection in regards to being erased. One gets to be played live once only, and then never listened to again. And the third one, you can listen to all their studio albums forever, but you never get to see them live. So we brought Was out. We've also got Doz, of course. God, that's going to be some uh, tongue catching there. But Was and Doz. Was and Doz. Yeah, I've got a question. For sure. Who the fuck's Was, and where's our special guest? <laughs> Come on now. Yeah, I, 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 he's the man that needs no introduction. He is. He, he is yeah. Regardless of this. So, yeah, it wasn't Dozer, eh? Tongue twister. I never thought of that. It could be Wazer and... Wazer, yeah, Dozer. Dozer. Yeah, Dozer. He's making Dozer. just... It's just an extra syllable it's to make it. It's Australian, Chili Wazer and Doz. Yeah. It's not Australian to make things longer when it comes to names. Yeah, it sounds like a Mexican meal or something, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, not, 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 not an appetizer. I have a was a Doz with a yeah. chili. Yeah, so yeah, just because because you don't seem to to, to um to think it's relevant. <laughs> was is your father? Correct. Yeah, it's a proximate cause for all of this pain and suffering. Yes, indeed. Mm. Yeah, just joking. But no, well, Was has his own um his own his his CD collection is separately insured. Is that is that. Well, well, back in the, well, when it was worth well, something, yeah, when it was, days. when it was, yeah, yeah, for sure. These days, Not much um, of a premium. I think I probably said last episode, and you rent your uh, music now through. Yeah, one yeah of you the do. Yeah, it's it's subscription it's, list, or you know, it's one of the play. And um, so, yeah, I guess ninety um, percent of what I've got on CD is available through those. Yeah, I do have some CDs. Which yeah. Can't for various reasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, not those ones. Yeah, yeah. but I remember having to, to order a CD, like a Black Sabbath album, from HMV and waiting like eight weeks for it to come from <laughs> London. <laughs> I know, right? like, yeah. And then you would get it, and then you'd be like, "Hey, you got to listen to this." Yeah. And that was the introduction, of course. Of yeah. Diamond Head. Yeah. You know all those other bands that we got into but, Motorhead. Black Sabbath, thank you for getting that job, by the way, and then ordering a whole bunch Getting of a job, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I worked so you didn't money. have to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, 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 the amount of work I did for that, $5.50 an hour. Oh, Jeez, yeah. Well, I have to say, before we start this whole episode, cheers, boys. Cheers yeah, to you yeah. all here. And thank you for coming along to this episode, this very special episode indeed. I'm making the trip upstairs, was thanks for that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so, was being the special guest of honour here, we thought that we'd throw you in the deep end and give you the reins to do the first list of this okay. episode of Side A on episode, I think it's six or five, I can't remember, <laughs> but <laughs> Side A, here we go. Okay, so you just want me to name the three bands name and give any a bit of background? Or, no, just um, name the three no. bands and we'll have Okay, our... well I've chosen three bands from, from you know my era, my beginning era, you know, I first started in the music many mm-hmm. years ago, long time ago, and... Um, Two out of those three bands are still active. Um, Mm -hmm. Another one hasn't been active for quite some time. But those three bands are Jethro Tull, (laughs) um, the Rolling Stones, Uh, one of my, of course, (laughs) favourites, and the Beatles. (laughs) (laughs) So the the two bands are still active being Jethro Tull and the Beatles. (laughs) (laughs) Being active is in like everyone's still listening to the Beatles for obvious reasons. <laughs> wow, okay. That's a big list. Mm. That's so, a they were three bands formed in the sixties. Yes. Um and uh as I said, two out of three. I'll let the 
I'll let the listeners and viewers guess which one is not. <laughs> was was the Beatles formed in the sixties or the fifties? Well, I think they mm. met. John well, yes, well, yeah, Gartney. okay. I think they they weren't a skiffle. The oh yeah, they weren't a skiffle band. Yeah, they first well, got together about sixty two yeah. or something, as did the Rolling Stones. Mm. Just wrote a little bit later. I always thought they were about sixty four when they or sixty two really when they were forming yeah. type of thing, but. Was it 64? Was their first album? Oh. Stones was? No, no. Oh, no, the Stones. Oh, jeez, I don't know. Uh, I think it was, yeah, they were performing certainly in 62, I think, because they just, they're just doing their 60th kind of celebration, mm. celebratory tour. <laughs> nice. That gave away the answer to one of the bands who's still around. I bet right? you none of the uh, members or anyone still involved with the Rolling Stones thought 60 years mm. later they'd still be performing. Did you think they would be? Did you even turn your mind to it? No, I didn't yeah. admit. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, I know a lot of people hoped that the Beatles were going to reunite, but... Yeah, I know. Well, it's going to be slightly difficult. Yeah, it's going to be very mm. difficult. Though. Yeah. <laughs> well, they've, they've done the closest Although, thing. there's well, only two original members left mm. in the Rolling Stones, so... Yeah, that's true. But they're, they're the one... They're, yeah, they'd be like... Paul but, Ringo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's going to... It'll still be the same, though. No. Uh, no. Uh, Could you get as a guitarist? If that Paul was okay. does well, well, I think, in his solo work, and yeah. told his performances are still very good. Mm. Okay. And he's still got a great voice. Yeah, Ringo still does his all star band. Yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah. I think Ringo just came out with another album. Probably. Uh, mm. Probably. Yeah. For his awesome. Yeah. Solo career, is it? yeah. Well, they've all got kids who are basically just in, you know, doing their own things. Well, you have grandkids. grandkids think, right? Oh, jeez, <laughs> Christ. Well, yeah. Ringo's turned uh, 80. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Doesn't yeah. look his age. He's, he's doing quite well for himself, mm. I guess. Yeah, he, he's famous for, um, to his, he's known, well, known to his, his grandkids as the, as, the narrator in Thomas the Tank Engine. Mm, they, surprisingly to them, he was in a band called The Beatles. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's why they think he's famous. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Thing. Well, it's probably his best work. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, oh. <laughs> no. I no. always love that quote of John Lennon's, you know, when... Um, yeah, I, yeah, I know when you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe it is, but... Uh, Supposedly, he was asked, is Ringo the best drummer in the world? And he said, I'm not even sure he's the best drummer. Remember the Beatles? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was evidently Paul McCartney. Yeah. I think he did drum a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of the latter albums. But, but he, um, he did, he did um, uh, some of the more difficult solos as well. Like guitar solos. Oh, okay. oh, well, he did, Um, I think it's uh, uh, Drive My Car, I think. Paul McCartney played the guitar. The, 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 the solo. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, it's, um, yeah, it's pretty technical. I'm not taking your word for it. Yeah, I, I think that's right. You might have to fact check me. Yeah. It's gonna look like a dick. Involved in the Beatles, like I mean, Revolver was a great album to me. I thought that was a that's probably the album that I know and have heard of. Besides heard the, of, I played. I mean, played in its entire. Oh, okay. Sorry, that's what I meant to say. Obviously, yeah. I've heard a lot of their singles and stuff like that. But uh, outside the singles, that's the only Beatles album I really have played through. I'm sorry to say, people would probably be shocked, but. I'm sorry for you. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, uh, people probably know where I'm going with that one. But no, Beatles, <clears> on, <throat> to me, they always were a band who were at the right place at the right time. I always saw them as that. You know, they were an av- they were an okay band. They're a bit above average in the musicianship. But to me, right place, right time in the way of influencing of future music and all the rest of that. And... I guess like that uh, one of the guys on Facebook he says all the time um, you can't tell me otherwise you know <laughs> this is my opinion and you can't tell me otherwise <laughs> yeah. the Beatles were at the right place the right time that's it I'm going to tell you otherwise tell no no I can't get you know yeah, you can't change you can't tell a leopard to change its spots but anyway yeah anyway yeah that's just um 
It's unfortunate for you. I mean, if you've only heard Revolver, are you really entitled to that opinion? You're entitled to whatever opinion you want, I suppose. I guess. It's like assholes. Everyone's got one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I, I don't know. Look, what's what's your favourite album, I guess, of the Beatles? White Album. Probably the White Album. White Album. Yeah. Yeah, it's just um, it's just every, it just sounds like every other rock album that ever came after it, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's yeah. That, wait, how do you pick a favorite though? I guess so. Yeah, with a band like that, mm. it's very difficult for sure. But well, Je- like, like, can you, someone please enlighten me about Jethro Tull? Because I've actually never heard a Jethro Tull song. It's gonna be quite oh, easy shit. for me. Like, <laughs> maybe I would if I knew it. Maybe if I heard it, I'd know. But I've, I've heard of them. It's like a uh, it's like a proto metal thing, isn't it? Was please enlighten him. <laughs> Well, Jethro Tull were filmed by the flautist Ian Anderson, flautist and vocalist. Yeah. Um, and um, in you know the late sixties. What's a flautist? Flute player. Oh, okay, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought <laughs> I thought they were quite, I it was <laughs> pronounced flutist. He plays a flaut. Oh yeah, I thought okay, that's, okay right, right. Flaut that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Plays a flute, and uh, he was famous, famous for standing on one leg on stage with his oh, other leg right. tucked up. And he had this long mane of reddish coloured hair and, and playing the flute and then singing and so on. That's metal. And, uh, well, they were probably, well, you know, they were more, they were, were not sure if I'd describe them as metal. They certainly had mm. some bits of metal. like know, Ed Sheeran's grandfather. But they said <laughs> they were uh, certainly um, a progressive band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, well, they did have a, they were And they had Thick as a Brick for one of their albums, which was in one song. One track. Oh wow! Yeah, both okay. sides. Yeah, yeah. And it uh, was oh, a experimental sort of out. stuff. Yeah. Was that before King Crimson? Uh, probably. I mean, probably. every every progressive yeah. nut around yeah. there will go, "Oh, King Crimson! King, they're the yeah. they're the beginning and the best." Shut up! They had one album. That's it. Yeah, and I don't think. I mean, I wouldn't know whether a Jethro Tull or Ian Anderson would take you know on the um, mantra of being a real progressive, progressive. band. But well, anyway. he, he just wrote music for being yeah. the sake of music. I and of course, lumped into that. Because he was the star front man, and in fact, only after a few short years, the only original member. Mm. Um, people used to think his name was Jethro. I was going to ask you, is his name Jethro Tull? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like Jethro Tull. Yeah, I yeah. Him. Huh? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. One of those. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Um, he had a long term lead guitarist with him, Martin Barr, who was very good, but he's uh, left the fold a few years back. And mm. I think they may not be the best of friends. I think it might have been circumstances. I'm not sure. But, um, but Jethro Tull, they had a famous album out, uh, Aqualung. Yeah, yeah, I've heard of. Yeah, I know the. I can think of the covers. Cause that yeah, cool. Yeah, the old guy. Yeah, the old guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, had a brilliant uh, track song. on that called "Locomotive Breath." Which, okay. You know they always do Aqualung and Locomotive well, yeah. Breath. Yeah, live. yeah. I've seen Jethro Tull live, but I've also seen Ian Anderson as a solo artist. Nice. Oh. Um, okay. Ian Anderson only in the last few years. <clears throat> uh, I saw him at the Sydney Opera House. Nice. Um, and he had one or two of the or one, I think, of the touring musicians from Jethro Tull with him. But Jethro Tull hadn't toured or performed or recorded, I think, for some time yeah. at that stage. Probably don't need to, given that they've got a storied career and yeah. long ago. And, What's um, the point in trying to top it? He's had a couple of good solo albums, and um, but Jethro Tull reformed last year and released a new album. Oh, oh nice. And, uh, and what's your verdict on that? Well, do you, want, do you want me to go into that now? I mean, it's part sure, of the... Well, yeah, okay. Um, I think they... Um, do you want me to tell you which one and which category I think they should belong to? 
the live listener. Oh, no, no, well, no, 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 and I mean the band. Look, let's face it. Jethro Tull has always been Ian Anderson. He's, yeah, of course. He's the sole songwriter. Yeah. There might have been other one or two other contributions, but he was the primary songwriter. Uh, I think his wife or something at the time might have co-written some of the okay. material. Um, that might have been for tax reasons. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> so not like Yoko Ono's Yoko Ono's contributions were artistic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there was also the other thing, the other fact about Jethro Tull, they beat Metallica. Yeah, that's when Lars said, I want to thank, well, at some point, yeah, when they, Metallica won a Grammy, yeah, said, I want to thank Jethro Tull for not releasing an album this year. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's like, they, I think they beat him on one, um, from memory, 88 or something. Oh, okay. Like 89, 88 Grammys. And yeah, Jethro Tull won it. And everyone's like, this is bullshit. Yeah. This is a heavy metal band. And then this is Jethro Tull. What is they? What are they? Right. One of their favourite albums that I like was Minstrel in, in the Gallery. Minstrel yeah. in the Gallery. What, where's, what, what year is that? Ah, uh, 75, okay. 76. Yeah, so like your uh, yeah, heyday sort of stuff. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Nice. Progressive yeah. was at its height as well. Yeah. Sorry? Oh, Progressive in general was at its height yeah. as well. I mean, that, that album was probably more, it was a bit of, almost a bit of heavy metal. It had a really good guitar break in mm. Minstrel in the song, uh, Minstrel in the Gallery, not the nice. song. But it also had uh, almost. Celtic guitar, mm, uh, mm. You know, like um, English British folk, nice, you know, and um, and um, like I remember Genesis as well around the time they were playing yeah. Fifth of the Firth and yep, and some of um, the early stuff. Yeah, you know, when I saw Jethro Tull, you know, Ian Anderson did come out. In fact, it's funny when I saw him; he's quite a humorous guy, like a lot of British people. And he came out on his own, sat on the stage, and everyone's going, "Yeah, yeah, yeah," you know, and they, you know, and he starts strumming the guitar, and he says. Oh, hi, he says, I'm the support act for Jethro Tull. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. And everywhere he got booed, everyone's yeah. like, Jethro Tull. And he did, a, he yeah. did a song, an acoustic song on the guitar, because he played the guitar as well. He, he switched to flute, which mm. kind of made them, you know, in, in the early stage, Yeah, of course. Yeah, it stand out, right? from guitar to start yeah, playing okay. flute, and that made them stand out a little mm. bit uh, yeah. from the others. And, uh, and, of course, he uses it to great, you know, it's, it's very well used when you listen to the, to mm. the albums. When I saw him also, he had a bass guitarist with him who sadly has since departed this life, um, John Glasscock. And I remember him introducing him and said, this is John Glasscock. He said, what we, a fucking name. we call him Brittle Dick. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, nice. how do you not have a name like that and not get mentioned in yeah. some kind of name yeah. like that? So, <laughs> Brittle Dick. <laughs> yeah, fair enough then. I reckon it's bullshit that um, there's like this sort of like... Rolling Stones versus the Beatles. I mean, I just don't like. Don't think that they they need that there needs to be a comparison to which one's better. Or we, like, no, but, that wouldn't be any fun. But they're not the same. It's, it's not really the. I mean, no, until it's not quite the same music. No, not really. really. I mean, it, yeah. I mean, I I think that the, the they were kind of they were always kind of like half a year behind in terms of the, where they're going in terms of progressing progression. I think I the Beatles the peaked earlier. Yeah, um, the, the, I think the Beatles though, were more middle of the road. Yeah, well, they weren't as much rock and roll. Um, you know, yeah. the Rolling Stones—they were the, the bad boys. They were the yeah, ones. yeah, they yeah. They used to always say, you know, that your mother would wish, you know, that you would, your, her daughter would marry Paul McCartney, 
but never Mick Jagger. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, it's yeah. away from those bad boys. Yeah, it's probably Bob just Dylan described them on his latest album. Yeah, really? Bad boys, those bad boys are rolling. It's, it's <laughs> funny because Ozzy Osbourne described them as considering where um, sorry where the Beatles grew up. Uh, Not Liverpool. Liverpool. Liverpool yeah. It was a dangerous area uh, back then, compared to where the Rolling Stones grew up, which was a bit more upper class. Well, Jagger said was middle class. I mm. mean, you listen to yeah. him talk, and he sounds like a cockney. Mm. But you know, he went to the London School yeah, of no. Economics. Yeah, and, um, yeah, that's you know, right. That's uh, yeah. Well, that's well, Ringo was drinking at eight years old. You know, yeah, getting into like street fight. They, they were they were rough guys. John and John and um well, and Ringo. Ringo and his second wife had to give up drinking. Yeah, oh, I know. Barbara Bach. Yeah, um, well, no, they were they were um they were you know there was one um you know, uh, it, I think it was in Berlin maybe when um someone in the audience yelled out and like they were heckling John and said he was gay or something and he went down in the crowd and beat the shit out of him. <laughs> he's a hard ass. So yeah, he's really a, the Axel Rose type of shit. Uh, he, oh, well, yeah, they um. Well, Axel Rose had his I, I don't I don't think at all. I don't think for a second that they were like you know like squeaky clean. Like oh, you know, no, no, no they were hard ass. It's just a cultivated. Yeah, they just yeah, cultivated yeah. in the media. Uh, I mean, that was a management. I mean, that was yeah. The management yeah. and the image that they wanted to portray was different uh, yeah. To what the band at least until they 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 unshackled themselves from that. I mean, these guys are now Knights of the Empire, OBEs. Yeah, I know. Sir Paul McCartney. Yeah, Sir Michael Jagger, Sir Mick, yeah, yeah, Sir Michael, yeah, yeah. But I, I don't know. I just kind of think it's artificial. Like for me, I enjoy both bands more, and I don't try to. Is Keith Richards knighted? No. Oh God! Could you, ma- could you imagine I'm him not, being knighted? I'm not sure whether he he was offered and he said no. Mm. I know he was quite um, critical of Mick Jagger for accepting. Yeah, you know, right. That's all establishment, you know. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. What about Her Majesty's Satanic Services? Come on, Mick, what are you doing? I mean, those guys are all. Well, I think Paul McCartney slips into the billionaire class. Yeah, he's one point two. I think he's the richest musician on the planet. I think followed by Bruce. Dre. Oh no, sorry, Kanye would be. Oh, Dr. Dre though, because maybe. Oh yeah, the beats by Dre. There's a whole. Bruce Springsteen's pretty rich. It's got yeah, half, half a billion his, dollars. Yeah, he sold his catalogue for like five hundred million. Yeah, right. So. Yeah, okay, bit of a price, but yeah, it's just me. <laughs> yeah, I just listened to it on online. Yeah, I know. Yeah, exactly. You wouldn't have to buy it. No, you wouldn't. Just YouTube with the ads, whatever. But, look, <laughs> I mean, I guess when it comes to the Rolling Stones versus the Beatles thing, like you said, yeah, you're, you're, you're oh, right. Scott, now we've literally turned it into this. By well, it's, now it's turning into a which that, one's better. It's always that according to the fans and everything. No, but, it wasn't. I know it's not. I know what you're getting at, though. Yeah, yeah. Completely wrong, different more rhythm things. and blues. Yeah, and, um, correct. Yeah. yeah, compared to the more... Both bands, though, sounds. made a lot of fame and fortune and, and I think set the trend for singer-songwriters in bands. Yeah, but yeah, because yeah, everyone before was doing Beatles, covers before that. Most bands were paying, yeah, there were... Yeah, yeah. There were, but basically, the record companies had factories where, you know, Carol King and Jerry Goffin and all those sat there mm. and wrote songs for other bands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, yeah, they were getting pretty much just singing Phil Spector's I mean, songs. Elvis never, you know, wrote his, mm. like, he might have written one of his songs, mm. I'm not sure, but... Um, yeah, not, not, stuff, but, um, not the good one. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah, no, yeah. Um, but yeah, all the bands of the 50s and, and early 60s yeah. and kind of stuff, they were performing other people's material. Yeah. Or covering other people's or covering other material. Yeah, yeah, That's of course, yeah. Thing. Um, you'll see a lot on Santana I shouldn't say all some of them mm. they well, did yeah. one or two of their own but um, they were performers they weren't yes. well, I guess Brian Wilson somewhere. though would be in that category too but that was the 60s though I mean he yeah. he was heavily influenced by the Beatles yeah of course he was yeah yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah he, they obviously did covers as well I mean, when they, they Pet Sounds I think was their attempt to emulate Sgt. Pepper's wasn't it 
Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure that it, like when he when he heard Sergeant Pepper, he, he nearly died. Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah rightly. Went for ten years to try and do so. Well, yeah, well, Paul McCartney played him. She's leaving home on piano um, when he, you know, wrote it, and he just cried for a long time. Wow. Uh, a lot, and probably part of that was probably because he's like, shit, how do I, talk, how do yeah. I, talk, how do I come up with something against this? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then 1980s comeback was even worse. So. The Beach Boys. Mm. Mm. No, they've got a good so song. They've got a good song. Um, that they wrote in the late seventies. I can't remember what it's called now. Do it again. Yeah, yeah, that was that's an awesome song. They do sound like they're a lot older and tired, more tired. Well, I did uh, see the Beach Boys, and they opened mm. up with that track. Did they really? Yep. Nice. When yeah, did you then, see them? Uh, a couple of years ago. Okay. So, um, 10, 15? Well, yeah. They did a big uh, okay. super, superannuation tour. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. They yeah. got Brian. Then they got. Brian back into the band for yep. the tour. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, nice. I know Mitch saw Brian Wilson, but it was yeah. just Brian Wilson. Yeah, no, I mm. saw him. I saw oh. Beach Boys with Brian Wilson. In fact, because he's a fairly big and not the best, most healthiest mm. guy. Yeah. Mm. And he so, was, when we were there and getting, this was at Homebush, you know, 17,000 people. And um, um, and I'm looking, and there's a guy sitting on the side of the stage. And this is, you know, the, they're still setting up and doing things. I thought, that's Brian Wilson. Mm. And it was. Really? Yeah, he was just sitting there because... Either he didn't want to talk to the other guys backstage. Yeah, 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 right. Mike Love, you yeah, know, I know, I know. Yeah, yeah. 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 And, um, yeah, he he was just sitting there. And there, there were obviously some people in the crowd, you know, like, hey, Brian, and they, mm. you know, because at the front seat, you know, they weren't too far from him. So he got up and ambled over, started signing. Oh, that's amazing. Oh, cool. Yeah, awesome, yeah, awesome. Yeah. yeah. And then even when he's sitting out songs, you know, sometimes you see a band and someone's sitting out, so they'll go back stage for a snort yeah. or a smoke mm. and, or both um, or both yeah <laughs> <laughs> well, these, days, these days these days it's probably more for a leak yeah 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> some of the bands like the Rolling Stones yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yeah you have to em- empty the catheter I can only do 40 minutes yeah 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I need my dialysis machine after yeah. <laughs> after 38 but they did my two favourite and I'm not, I'm not a big Beach Boys fan mm. I, I went um, I took Judy and um they did Sail on Sailor as well. Oh, nice. That's awesome. really nice, smooth song. Yeah, yeah. Like How do they sound now? Oh, they sounded pretty good. I yeah. mean, Mike Love and the other guys. I mean, they, they were still touring as the Beach Boys. Yeah, I know. Um, yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, 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 yeah. Brian Wilson's chagrin, you know. Yeah. And uh, so... But Carl and Dennis, the other Wilson brothers, had gone. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. I guess, like... Live fast, die young. To some of the other bands of that era that we've seen live, like, we've seen the Rolling Stones. Live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything yeah. that compared? Oh, they're, you know, look, they're consummate performers. I mean, you know, they, their material, I mean, they're mainly performing stuff from the, you know, three or four albums, and I think we touched on this last time as well, but... Um, mm-hmm. um, but even some of their more recent material, they did a blues album recently, which is all covers. Mm. Uh, yeah, cool. Lonesome, yeah, whatever. Lonesome and Blue or something. Yeah, or, Lonesome yeah. and Blue. Um, all covers. They yeah. do have a couple of EPs out now. They do. They're bringing out EPs, which are kind of either rehashed two or track, re- yeah, four EPs track. Or oh, cool. Um, and that's the way I reckon. The street that, Fighting Man. Yeah, you know, sweet. Well, awesome. Yeah, but it's also got some new tracks as well. So okay. some of them are. Here's a new song with maybe Street Fighter re-edited mm. sixteen times. Yeah. But you know what I mean. Like that's the way to me how those musicians should be writing music instead of trying to record 12 tracks for a new album mm. that no one's clearly going to give a shit about put all that focus and attention in one album mm. sorry song and just put it out put it out there I mean, they've, got a, they've got a band of brilliant musicians I mean um, yeah. when we saw them unfortunately Bobby Keys was too ill to perform with them there was another sax player and he died about a month later yeah. Yeah. he was really ill um, yeah. and, oh. um, but Bobby Keys was you know, a great sax player who worked with many 
great musicians, Joe Cocker and uh, you know. Well, we caught most of the the good lineup there. It was um, there was three of the um, three of the originals. Well, yeah, Charlie, Charlie Watts, Watts who we only lost there. last year. Yep. Rest um, of and of course, piece, Charlie Watts. Um, Mick. Um, Mick. Uh, Taylor? Taylor. Was Mick Taylor with him? Did he come out to do Can't You Hear Me Knocking? Yeah, Yeah, that's right, he did. Yeah. Yeah. He was there because they were smoking on stage. Yeah, yeah, they were. (laughs) Yeah, they're just like Keith and Mick Taylor just smoking on stage. Yeah, fuck it. It's like, how come. How come, like, no one in the audience is allowed to do that? I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is a non-smoking venue. But you're not going to evict him, I suppose. Hey, you, off the stage. Yes, I... The first time I saw the Rolling Stones, Mick Taylor was their lead guitarist before Ron Wood joined them. And uh, he's a very good guitar player, but he'd fallen on bad times. Mm. um, Wait, was it Mick Taylor or was it Ron Wood? Ronnie Wood, yeah, Ronnie Wood. It was Ronnie Wood that we might have seen. Oh, Ronnie Wood. He was, yeah, he was. No, but you're right. He came on as a guest artist, I think, to do Country Hear Me Knocking, which was an album from, this was a track from Sticky Fingers. Love that track. That he was on, you know, that he was on that and performed for that album. But, uh, yeah, Bobby Keys wasn't with them. But, I mean, they've got, um, uh, who was it? Bernard Bernard Lavelle? Uh, Oh, a guy who's their main song arranger, uh, music arranger. Oh, he's been there for decades. Level, uh, yeah, Lee, yeah. Uh, he's worked with a great lot of great bands, uh, including the Allman Brothers and uh, okay. Little Feet, and I think so on. And um, yeah, Bernie Lavelle. I um, can't really recall, yeah. but he's a new percussionist, is he? No, nah, he's a keyboard player. Keyboard, mm. sorry. Yeah. And so he's there, evidently their arranger. Like he's the really? one who says, "Well, this is what we'll play, and we'll do it this way." And oh, sweet kind of stuff. So he's brilliant. Yeah, so he he kind of almost took he's the like role. A member of the band. Yeah, yeah. He's not, he's not included in the photo. He's their muse. No, it sounds like he could kind of play the role at the um the I can't remember his name. The guy who uh, was in it um in the sixties and got booted. Because he was a menace, Brian Jones. Yes, Brian yes. Jones. Oh. He he kind of had that sort of role, didn't he? Sort of like the yeah, the, well, he, yeah. He the, wanted it, yeah. But I mean, yeah, he was kind of a bit hit and miss. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And then I think Brian Jones became so um, um, addled, addled, yeah, mm-hmm. and, they, and unreliable. In, yeah, inconsistent, unreliable, yeah. fighting with everyone, and, and yeah, yeah, and, yeah. You know, it sounded yeah. terrible. Yeah. I couldn't perform a lot of yeah. the time. So he joined the Twenty Seven Club. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, bastard. But no, there's a lot of albums that, of course, the Stones have had. There's a lot of shit ones they've also had. But that's a, that's a great thing about the Beatles. It's all good. There's a store of choice there. Choice? Yeah. Well, no, well, there's yeah. It's hard like to be playing out or whatever. Yeah. I guess. Look, I mean, do you have a decision yet on yours, Dos? On return oh, to the yeah, yeah, for sure. I can erase Death Row Toll, given I'm happily because I've never heard any of their songs before, nah. so I don't want to listen to them because if I might change my mind, then I'm going to have to revisit the list. No, I um, gathered that one. Yeah, I, I, I mean, obviously, I can't delete the Beatles. Well, I, I, can't, I can't never listen to them again. Um, as much if you as did, it, I think I'd have to kick. I mean, how? But then again, I mean, thinking about it logically, like, I mean, you can't hear them really play some of their really good stuff in the psychedelic ish stuff live anyway. It's impossible to recreate. Who's that? The, the Beatles. Oh, I mean, yeah, sorry, yeah. I should have said that. It's obvious. I thought it's, it's yeah. obvious what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, you, if you, you you couldn't play Sergeant Pepper live, it's imp- it would be impossible. Mm. So, well, I mean, in that like, on that basis, like yeah. it would be a waste to hear them live potentially. Or about like that last concert they did on the rooftop, like that would have been sick to just be. Yeah, it would have been. Th- it would have been. Yeah, well, that was cool. So they was complained about the noise, evidently. Uh, yeah, they called the police. Yeah, and the well, police they were said, there. They were shutting it down, weren't they? <laughs> well, I don't I think so. I don't think they did. The... Yeah, uh, I hope we pass the audition. Yeah, I hope we pass the audition. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but no, uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, that was that was because their their newerish numbers on, on their last like, on Get Back. Yeah, a bit more guitar based. Yeah, yeah, they kind of went back to basics sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. no, 
the Rolling Stones and the Beatles. Though. I'd have to do. I mean, like Rolling Stones, I have not seen live. I don't think for whatever reason I couldn't make it that night. Mm. I'd probably I'd have to listen to see them live, yeah. and keep the Beatles. But I mean, it would be like a devastation not to hear their music again. So thankfully, yeah. this is a hypothetical exercise. No, fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. Then. No, no offense to Jethro Tull. No. Just, just it's just a yeah. It's a, it's a, it's not me. It's not you. Sorry, it's me, Jethro. Yeah. Mister Tull. <laughs> um, for me, um, God, see, this is a weird list, I guess, because I could stick either Jethro Tull or the Beatles on a race. I just don't care about the Beatles' music. I'm sorry, people mm. out there. Uh, yeah, you do. Oh, sorry, I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> and that concludes the episode, yeah, everybody. No. <laughs> no, but I just, I can't, I can't see the band um, really in that light. Do I want to erase them though? Yes, I would. I would erase the Beatles. I think they're probably the most overrated band in history. Yeah. <laughs> I do believe that they're the most overrated. Mate, oh, 100%. <laughs> but, you know, I might win over some other new fans. Hey, if you're doing like the Beatles, subscribe. So, uh, but no, look, I do. Think, one extra subscriber. Yeah, that one guy. It's almost like damning motherhood. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. It's like for every, for every one subscriber you get, you lose a thousand. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Chili. <laughs> Forever in the fifties. So uh, that's a, that's subscriber count, by the way. <laughs> Hotmail.com. Is it, is it where do you address your hate? No, no, it'll be live listen at Gmail. Oh, well, you idiot! <laughs> address it to that, and I'll put it straight to my junk email. Uh, no, I do th- look. I th- you know what? Fuck it. I'll- to avoid the hate, I'll put Jethro Tull on a race. I'd see <laughs> Beatles live, because fuck it, why not? That'd be interesting, I guess. Like, the rooftop concert would be kind of cool to go to. That's just more, because it's more sensible for a decision. Probably because it's one of the most iconic concerts in history, you know? Well, they had it recorded down on in the basement of the studio. They had a recording, they had mm. the tape. Still, to going. be there, though, would be something of, like, a feather in a cap scenario. You know, it's like saying lightning went, in a went, bottle yeah or I went to see Woodstock you know oh, yeah. that, that type of shit and you know I guess it'd be fairly interesting to see it in that capacity um, I can't get rid of Rolling Stones at all I love yeah fair enough music. and like you when it comes to the Beatles I just have yeah, to listen yeah. to their music I keep going back yeah. I don't really I don't like their shit pre-68 really except for a few tracks but I could listen to pretty much all of the 70s up mm, until about mm, 1983 almost mm, all the albums from mm. that what about you in that list what would you do yeah look I'd like to see the Beatles live mm-hmm. um, but more in a modern context yeah, yeah. Not, not just a 45 minute from the street looking up like, yeah no yeah is that Paul yeah 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 <laughs> no I know I, it's just it's just the sound um, engineer you know it'd be good to go and see them live now if you could hear them over the screaming of course well that's right yeah i think think those days are past yeah you get you know a whole lot of teeny boppers yeah no you wouldn't yeah you just get a bunch of old old ladies screaming yeah yeah um i've seen the rolling stones a number of times and i've seen mick jagger solo so i i listen to their yeah of course um yeah that's not surprising Jethro Tull. Jethro Tull's time has long since passed. What's Jethro Tull done to done to us um, to deserve this sort of treatment? I mean, they they had a great great track out called "Living in the Past," mm. um, and uh, ironic. <laughs> and uh, that was really good with the flute and everything. And I remember um, I, I used to get, go regularly to a 
a pub not far from my place called the Big Wheel at Chalora, which has now changed its name to the Palms or something. Mm. You know, more exotic, more expensive, yeah. exotic, and you know, mm. it was just a pub in a bloody yeah, nice. park before, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, and it always seemed when I went up to the, I think it might have been called the piano bar, the, the fancy bar at the end. You know, when we got sick of playing yeah. snooker or pool down the other end and treading in the beer and the blood, <laughs> um, I'd go up, and often my aunt and uncle Carol and Terry were there um, at the other end with their friends because they used to drink there. They worked not too far away. Mm. And it seems like almost every time I walked in, I don't know whether someone did this on purpose, but on the jukebox, someone had put on "Living in the Park." Really? You know? it's just so. Just for my, like, every it time was I only Carol. Song, I just think of for that sure. Walking in yeah. through there, and, nice. And of course, you bought little pots of beer. You know, it wasn't the schooner no. yeah. or the middies, and it was fancy yeah. glasses, and you paid about a dollar more than down the. Public yeah, bar. right. So like a dollar ten. You weren't allowed to bring yeah. a beer from the public bar up to the. Piano yeah, of course. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, no, that's cool. But, so it's got a good, it's got a good nostalgia factor yeah. for you. But I have a little twist, yeah. I think, in the raising Jethro Tull. I had re- I recognise that they did had a great body of work. I'm disappointed in their latest album. I listen to it and I think, why? Mm. You know, it's Is it necessary? That, you know? um, because I think Ian Anderson is a solo artist, even though, you know, you, if you listen to some of Ian Anderson's solo stuff, you say, is that Jethro Tull or is that Ian Anderson? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, the one, they were the one and the same. Yeah. When I saw Ian Anderson solo, of course, he did a whole lot of, he had to do Jethro Tull stuff. They would have thrown chairs at him otherwise, <laughs> including quite a lengthy version of Thick as a Brick. Right. The full 45 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 15 minute version of it, yeah. which was good. Okay. And well done, and and about long enough because I did think pick it as a brick. I mean, I listened to the album a couple of times, and then you get through side one and go, oh, that's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 a lot of filler. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, you accidentally put the needle as, toward the end. As you get, yeah, along, yeah. get a lot of those prog band, prog rock bands, you know, they kind of think. Yeah, okay. I mean, they're almost worse than jazz musicians sometimes in terms oh, of just, they, um, they you know, yeah. just playing on one chord for uh, yep. 25 minutes. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, but now we'll try it in five, five fills, you know. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah, so, yeah, I would have raised Jethro Toll, but in the hope that Ian Anderson would then be back doing his solo material. Yeah. I think that he was, you know, I think he was doing. He hadn't. He wasn't prolific as a solo artist. Yeah, mm. in which case, only yeah. Had a few solo albums else, you know, but. Um, but I thought the last solo album, which I can't remember the name of, but that was about the time I went to see him, um, mm. was quite a good album. And, but this Jethro Toll album was, I listened to it and I thought, I don't think I'm going to listen to that again. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> annoying. Yeah, what a shame. Yeah. And they had I, a lot of forgettable albums. In yeah, right. Well. Like, well, yeah. Like most musicians. It's like the oil, which yeah. I bought on vinyl. Yeah. You, know, the, if you had to you cleanse your or, like auditory palate and listen to some nice narration for yeah. Thomas the Tank Engine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. So, yeah, that's my... That's yeah, well, fair. Fair. Okay. You guys had the same same rankings or same allocations. Yeah. Yeah. Reasons, perhaps. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, Mark, me and the back also helps, so that yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. You, 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 yeah. I mean, I couldn't go without the Rolling Stones. Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah of course. Beggars um, mm. Banquet, Sticky Fingers. Yeah, I know. Exile yeah. on Main Street. Yeah, of course. You know. Yeah, of course. I like their live stuff, and I particularly like seeing them live. You know, like yeah. Well, I guess you had the benefit of having seen them before too. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's right. Well, that's always yeah. the but point. I've never seen the Beatles. I've never seen any yeah. solo member of the Beatles. Yeah, yeah, probably won't be able to. But that's what makes Not it the Beatles. Hard anyway, eh? Yeah. yeah, it would be. If Paul McCartney came out, I'd be like a little girl screaming. <laughs> You'd be the one screaming. Yeah, I know. Yeah, well, yeah. He has come out a couple of times. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Month time. 
Yeah, I know. I um, I, at the time I was just yeah. a, in my anti-Paul phase and sort of like, oh yeah, Paul. <laughs> but he's—I don't know. He seems like he's a you know bit more of a bit more down to earth when he gets his twilight yeah. twilight years. I remember I Paul McCartney played when he played Parramatta Park or, or the stadium there. Uh, many years ago, I was working in Parramatta in a multi-story building. And mm. in those days, the Parramatta wasn't as overbuilt as it was built as it up as it was. And we had a view over to where it is. And you could see the crowd starting to rise, oh, awesome. know, things happening, and all that kind of stuff. The week or two or three before that, the Queen, the Queen of England, had been there of Australia to, to do something to, to present to open At or Parramatta you know, like, Park. Yeah, not performing obviously. I mean, it wasn't Freddie Mercury in the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To say, you know, hello. Yeah, yeah. Invited to speak and like. That seems like a weird place. And I was standing there looking out the window, and I was working with the CEO of this particular large firm. We're on level ten, so we're fairly high up. And uh, he said, what's happening over there? And I said, well, it's Paul McCartney's playing there tonight. And I said, look at the crowd. You already see the traffic starting up, yeah. people heading over that way. And I said, he'll, he'll draw a much bigger crowd than Queen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, and unbeknown to me, or probably, probably was known to me, but he was a staunch royalist. Ooh. And he said, don't be saying that in this office. Oh. <laughs> oh. I'm an you know, ex-defence personnel. And oh, my goodness. Bar, and I put my yeah. life on the line for the yeah. Queen. Oh, but, God. Yeah. That's how I lost yeah. my bonus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Haven't worked a day since. Yeah, shit. So I didn't ask him if he wanted to join the Australian Republican movement. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no. Yeah, that wouldn't have gone well. But no, that's a great little uh, list that you had there, wasn't you, so that? And... That's a fantastic recording. I like that one. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to this episode of Live, Loose, and Erased. And make sure to tune in. Stay subscribed. Hit like. And a new video will be out in about two more weeks' time. So look forward to that one. It'll be side B. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Live Listener Race. And if you have enjoyed this episode, make sure you share it with all your friends. Don't forget to subscribe to our Chili Con Carnage crew so you can get notified for all the future videos that we put out, as we put out videos every Friday. Also, we are on Discord, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter over at Live Listener Race, so make sure to tune in over there. And don't forget to like this video so that our manager can stay very happy.